What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another hour of the Andy Slater Show. On this Tuesday, September 5th, it is back to work for almost all of us. Definitely for me. I did not work yesterday. I know a lot of you did not work yesterday. You enjoyed your day off. I hope all of you enjoyed Labor Day. Three-day weekend right before the start of the NFL season. It's like perfectly needed because... We've got to be ready. We are two days away from the NFL kicking off their season. Two more days. There's a clip that I play here on the show, but I can't play it until tomorrow because it doesn't say two more days. And sorry if I disappointed you there with my singing. But tomorrow it'll be a lot better because I'll be able to play the clip and we won't have two more days. We'll only have one more day until the NFL season kicks off. We've had a lot of outstanding college football already. I like college football, but I love the NFL. When you could watch a product where it's all professionals, top tier talent, the best of the best, How do you not love that? And I have people who come up to me quite often and they give me political stances or something to that nature. Oh, I'm not going to watch the NFL. I don't care about it anymore. I remember when Sid Rosenberg came on this show a lot. And Sid and I are still fine. It's just that he's such a busy guy. I don't want to have to track them down every week. So it's all good. But my point is, I remember when Sid came on this show and he's very talented, extremely talented. But he told me, oh, I'm not going to watch the NFL anymore. I couldn't care less. And, And I'm like, come on. Those stances rarely uh, take over your entire life where it's a hundred percent true. Now, maybe for some of you, Okay, but like maybe two or three of you. Definitely uh, not many. It's the NFL. We love our football. And I'm going to watch it. All of you are going to watch it. We're all going to watch it. How can you not watch it? This is sports. It's the mega of sports. It's the National Football League. Look, I'm doing the show yet again this afternoon from Medellin. And I was playing poker last night. Shocker, right? And I'm at the poker table, and one of the guys at the poker table asks me, he says, Andy, on your show, this was a Colombian guy, he said, Andy, on your show, what sports do you talk about? Do you talk about everything? Like, what's your number one? And I said, well, my number one is football, but not not your football, like football americano, American football. I said, real football. You know, that that's real football. And seven other guys at the table just started laughing. They're like, <laughs> yeah. Because uh, around the world, except for the United States, real football is soccer. And I'm sitting there at the table, and I'm like, how, how do people around the world not even care about the NFL? Like, now, there's some places, Europe, and they're bringing the game to Germany. 
Dolphins will be there this year. Yes, you have some NFL fans, but they're thinking the same thing I'm thinking when it comes to their football. I laugh off soccer, and they laugh off the National Football League or any type of American football. But I'm, trust me, I'm, I'm so glad that I'm with all of you in loving the NFL and not loving the other football, the football with a U. Although I do pay a little bit more attention to it now because we do have Messi, and that's pretty incredible. And the stadium in Fort Lauderdale, which is not so incredible. But I think it is incredible how they say they're, they've already started construction on the stadium next to Miami International Airport. I'll believe it when I see it. I still want to see a a shovel in the ground. We know what's going on in the stadium in Miami Gardens, though, and what happened there on a Friday night with the University of Miami wasn't so much of an entertaining game, but it was a win, and the Canes definitely needed to start off their season with a victory when you're taking on Miami of Ohio at home. You got to win that game, and it's good that they didn't just like barely win that game. So I'll get into the Canes a little bit because this is the first time I've had the opportunity to mention it, being that yesterday was the holiday. So Saturday, Sunday, I don't come on the airwaves. Today, I'll discuss it. The other games over the weekend, even including last night, definitely entertaining. The Seminoles, those Seminoles fans, and I know there's a lot of you right now out there. You're thrilled, aren't you? And you should be thrilled. Seminoles are one heck of a football team. FAU and FIU, they both won this weekend. I don't know if it was really exciting or not, but they both won. And then last night, Duke beats Clemson by three touchdowns. My gosh. So the ACC wide open. And on top of all of that, as if like football going on right now was not enough, The Miami Marlins have 25 games remaining. They are right there. They're one game back of the final wild card spot. Now, the Marlins took care of the easier part, a four-game sweep of the Washington Nationals. And when I came on the air with you guys Thursday and also Friday, I said, this is a series the Marlins have to win all four games. They have to. You can't take three of four. You got to take them all. And they did. But now will the Marlins be able to take care of the difficult part? And that would be their next two weeks. Because that schedule over the next two weeks, starting tonight against the Dodgers, it's not going to be easy. The teams in front of them, maybe they'll beat each other up. They play each other a lot. But the Marlins, they got to pile up W's. Right now, they've won four in a row. That's called a winning streak. I was saying they got to win six in a row. So if they take the next two, it's against the Dodgers, though. That will be six, and then I'll be happy, and then I'll be really hopeful that the Marlins will have a spot in the wild card, just because I said they have to win six in a row, even though they would still have 23 games left after these next two, and it would be very difficult. So we got a Marlins conversation, we got a Canes conversation, college football, NFL, uh, Inter-Miami. They even picked up another win over the weekend. That was over the defending champions. 
LAFC. That is a, a building I went to for Inter Miami's first ever game. I was there in Los Angeles. I was in Vegas and then just flew in to LA for that match and then flew back to uh, Vegas. Inter Miami has changed a lot since year one. So we got a lot of really good things uh, happening in our sports town. Now I want to discuss them all, but I can't until the hour officially begins. It's time to shuffle up and deal. Tua versus Herbert. It is happening. Sunday afternoon. What a way to open up the season for the Miami Dolphins. What an opportunity for the Miami Dolphins to make a statement right away. Week one. Look, the Canes, I wouldn't call it a statement game. It was against Miami of Ohio. Their game against Texas A&M coming up, that'll be more of a statement. The Miami Dolphins opening up on the road against the Chargers and Justin Herbert? You fly across the country, you face the Chargers, you face the quarterback who a lot of people still believe the Dolphins should have taken over Tua. You go out there and get a W, you talk about making a statement. And then you've got Sunday night football the following week against the New England Patriots in New England. Hopefully that new storm out there, what will eventually be Major Hurricane Lee. I saw some models, not the models here in Medellin. But the other models where there could be some effects in the New England area, but hopefully not. Hopefully that thing will just stay out to sea and nobody has to deal with it. But the Miami Dolphins will be dealing with the Chargers on Sunday and then the following week, prime time, Sunday night football against New England. Come right out of the gate 2-0, and oof, now you're talking. Now how can that happen? Well, I think we all know what needs to happen. And that is that the conversation that was had yesterday never has to be brought up again. What am I talking about? Yesterday's news was is that Mike White is the backup quarterback for the Dolphins. He's the guy who's going to back up Tua. Mike White beat out Skylar Thompson. All three of them are going to remain on the roster, but Mike White is going to be the backup. If anyone other than Tua is taking meaningful snaps for this Dolphins team, they're in big trouble. You're in deep, deep trouble. That's it. Keyword meaningful snaps. Because mop-up duty during a blowout, sure. But if either Mike White or Skylar Thompson sees the field for meaningful snaps, that is a major issue for the Miami Dolphins. Let me make a point of comparison here. Eli Manning, I know there's a lot of Giants fans, especially in this audience, New Yorkers. A lot of people debate if Eli is a Hall of Famer. He's got two Super Bowl rings. 
But the debate is there because there were moments where Eli was really bad. Eli's career, he was kind of up and down. Why do I bring up Eli Manning? The reason I bring up Eli Manning is because he never missed a start. In the end, they were like, okay, Eli, we're finished. But during his career, as the starting quarterback for the New York Giants, he did not miss a start. He started 210 consecutive games for, what was that, 13 years? So the question of who was Eli Manning's backup, it never mattered. It wasn't a big deal. But what do we say about that in South Florida? We always talk about Tua's backup. Who's Tua's backup going to be? Okay, last year it was Teddy Bridgewater, and then Skyler had to come in. This year they signed Mike White. Is it going to be Mike White? Is it going to be Skyler Thompson? It's made out to be somewhat of a deal. And look, we know why. I'm not saying I, I don't know why or like how can this be. I know why. But I have to be clear, very clear. And some of you may think I'm crazy with what I'm about to say. And if you think I'm crazy, you could think I'm crazy. It doesn't matter. You might already think I'm crazy. If Tua starts 17 games, the Miami Dolphins are a Super Bowl contender. I'm not saying that they would be there but they would definitely be in contention. Only if, though, Tua could stay healthy and on the field for the entire schedule. If he can, this Dolphins team, they will compete for the division, to win the division. Because I believe if Tua could stay healthy and he's out there every single game and he is the one taking the meaningful snaps, they can be a Super Bowl contender. And if you're a Super Bowl contender, that means you are a force in the playoffs. Playoffs? Don't talk about it. Playoffs? And I truly do believe that. I say it because this offense is built for him. It's not built for Mike White. It's not built for Skylar Thompson. It's not built for anybody else. This is year two in the Mike McDaniel system for Tua. It's the second year that Mike McDaniel has his hands on Tua. He gets to mold him. Everything is going to be better. And you know what? When Tua was playing last season and he was healthy, people were chanting MVP. And rightfully so. So now you've got year two where it's the same offense, it's the same language, the same signals. I think that's huge for Tua. And everything in this offense is catered to him. It's all catered to his skill set. The leap this year for Tua is not performance. He already took that performance leap. That was last season. The leap this year for him would be staying healthy falling properly, protecting himself better, staying active. Last year, 
it was about Tua proving he can play, and he did. He can play. 2023, it's about can he be available to play? Because if he can, this Dolphins squad can be really, really good. And I also anticipate this season to see more from the running game. Sure, a Dolphins fan can be concerned about the depth of the running backs. They cut Miles Gaskin, who was meh. Jeff Wilson Jr. is on the IR for at least four weeks, but it sounds like it's going to be longer than that. So you've got Raheem Mostert, Savon Ahmed, Devon A. Chain, the rookie. The depth, it's a concern. But how Mike McDaniel uses them and how he deploys the blocks and how he uses the fullback, Alec Ingold, all of that is yet to be seen. So I'm interested in that. I think that's going to be mighty interesting. And then on the other side of the football, they got Vic Fangio now as the defensive coordinator. So this is the first week of preparation for Vic as Dolphins DC, but it's not his first week of preparation because he's been around the NFL forever. But now Sunday, he gets to debut his defense against Justin Herbert and a really good Chargers offense. It's quite a test. There are players who are expected to take huge leaps on that defense. Jalen Phillips will be at the top of that list. Javon Holland is another guy who has been good, who is now expected to be great. Bradley Chubb, he hasn't really shown anything as a Dolphin yet, or at least everything he's capable of. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. Christian Wilkins, that dude's looking to earn a big paycheck. So there should be a lot to enjoy, and there should be a lot to be excited about. Not only when it comes to the team overall, but specifically the Dolphins' defense. And the countdown is on. Here it is Tuesday, and Sunday is game one in Los Angeles. The countdown is also on to my next poker tournament, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Two weeks from today, Tuesday night, September 19th, I hope to see you in the poker room, $10,000 guaranteed in the prize pool, and it's only 150 bucks to buy in. My tournament, the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament, happens every single month at the Hard Rock in the poker room. Cards will be in the air at 6 p.m. Tuesday night, September 19th. If you can't get there by 6, it's okay. You can register until 8.55 p.m. to get into the tournament. So I hope to see you there. Put a reminder in your phone. Tuesday night, September 19th, it's the Slater Scoops Poker Tournament at Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Hollywood. Live racing going on every week right now at Gulfstream Park in Hollandale Beach. It is the Royal Palm Meet. And if you head to Gulfstream Park, it could be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whatever day you choose to go. I highly suggest going to their trackside restaurant, 10 Palms. That's where I enjoy a race day at Gulfstream Park. The AC is kicking. You get yourself a table. You have a fantastic meal. You could watch the races live right in front of you. They'll come around, the great people who work at Gulfstream, and take your bets, and you can make a 10 or 20-cent wager with the possibility of making thousands of dollars. I see it happen all of the time. There was a 10-cent Superfecta at Saratoga 
from, I believe, Friday or Saturday, and the 10 cent bet paid $12,371 for a 10 cent bet. And you can make those wagers. You could wager from any track across the country while you're at Gulfstream Park. And if you can't get out to Gulfstream, you could download the First Bet app. It is the official wagering app of Gulfstream Park, and you could use it legally anywhere in the state of Florida. Now, if you could have wagered legally on the University of Miami from somewhere in South Florida, you would have made a lot of money on Friday night. We haven't had a chance to chat about this game because yesterday was a holiday. 38-3 to over the other Miami. For me, it's hard to gauge exactly how good a team is when they're facing an opponent who isn't quite at their level. But last season, the Canes faced plenty of teams that were not at their level and they lost. And those games were even at home. So to see a business-like dismantling of an opponent, that was really good. The running game for Miami looked so much stronger. It was really odd before the game because the Canes listed four running backs as their starters, which is very interesting because there's only one football. But then you look at the box score at the end, three guys had nine carries and the fourth guy had eight. So they definitely shared the ball very well. The biggest difference between the embarrassing Canes from last season and what I saw on Friday night, it was the offensive and defensive lines. Look, offensively, the Canes rushed for 250 yards. They kept Tyler Van Dyke pretty chill in the pocket. That's good line play. And you would figure that of all the positions where Mario Cristobal could look at it and evaluate it and fix it, it would be along that O-line. That's his background. That's what he's coached. That's what he played. So it was really nice to see big guys just out there mauling the other side, getting a legit forward push, creating holes for a running back to go through. But what can we take from it? It was nice to see them win. But this week, we're going to learn a lot more. We'll learn more about this roster, about the line, about everything, because Texas A&M is coming in. They're a top 25 team, although we've seen case after case of rankings not really being that important. But this is a clear step up in weight class. If the Canes can push around the Aggies anywhere near the same way they pushed around Miami of Ohio, then we may have something to talk about. If that's the case, then the Canes can be contenders for the ACC crown. I just don't know yet. I don't know yet because I got to see it first. Something more than what we saw on Friday night. The defensive line, they looked a lot faster. I saw them finishing plays, better tackling. Everything looked better, but again, I want to see it against Texas A&M. I didn't see a a mistake-filled game either. There were not a ton of pre-snap penalties. It was just a clean, professional win taking care of business as they should, like they didn't last season. But now a huge game on Saturday where you got an SEC team coming into Hard Rock. You're trying to make a statement. You got to get that W. Canes are a small dog, I believe four, four and a half point dog. But does that really matter? Because you can't bet it legally in South Florida, at least not yet. Soon, though, very soon, maybe another month, 30, 45 days, 
something like that. I mentioned 30 to 45, but there's way more than 30 to 45. At Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, you could be surrounded by beautiful women at Dean's Gold. And the reason they are the ultimate gentleman's club is because these lovely ladies come from all over the world. So many different countries are represented at Dean's Gold. If you haven't been there, what are you waiting for? You can go tonight on a Tuesday. You can even go Wednesday morning before breakfast. That's because Dean's Gold is open every single day from 8 p.m. all the way until 6 in the morning. Dean's Gold, the ultimate gentleman's club, is located on the northeast corner of Northeast 163rd Street and Biscayne Boulevard. That's in North Miami Beach. Surround yourself with beautiful ladies who come from all over the world. There's only one place in South Florida you could do that. It is the ultimate gentleman's club, Dean's Gold. I'm still talking about the Marlins here in early September. They are in it. And there were a few times it looked like the Marlins were done. The offense was just brutal, but they went into Washington, D.C. this past week and had a four-game series and handled it with four Ws. And now they're right there in the mix. They're one of the teams battling for that last wild card spot. And the schedule, it's about to get tough. They got the Dodgers at home. So at least it's in Little Havana. That begins this evening. Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, a really good group. But if the Marlins want to be a team in the postseason, they got to beat these really good teams. The competition rises tonight. Jesus Lazardo against Clayton Kershaw. And if you would have told me I'd still be talking Marlins baseball during the first week of the Dolphins regular season, I would have said no way. But right now there is a way. Just like there's a way to retire a little bit earlier than you thought if you want. Trajan Wealth can help you out with that. I know a lot of you are looking for a lot of money. You want to make money. But, you know, money, it doesn't just grow on trees. Football season's here. Oh, yeah, you're going to make all this money wagering. You can't even do that right now legally in Florida. What you can do, though, is contact Trajan Wealth. Let them help you out. Do you want to retire early? Trajan Wealth can help you. They will design a plan based around your goals, which is very important. And they're located locally in Palm Beach. Visit their site, TrajanWealth.com. That's TrajanWealth.com. Or call them at 561-390-1000. Advisory services are offered through Trajan Wealth, LLC an SEC-registered investment advisor, and this is a paid advertisement. It is a Tuesday, and that means it is a Luke Tuesday here on the Andy Slater Show. Luke, I know you were partying in Miami. I believe that was Sunday. Then you went to Vegas or Saturday, Sunday. I can't keep up with you, but you were in Miami. You were in Las Vegas. Where are you now? But I'm like Prime. I ain't hard to find, Andy. I ain't hard to find, baby. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't know where you are. So I started out Slater. I started out uh, Miami. I had a golf tournament on Thursday morning. Then I had a football game on Thursday afternoon. Then I ended up having a party on Saturday night for the Orange Blossom Classic. By the way, Florida and one. And then I got on the bird uh, the next day 
went to Vegas, had two parties in Vegas. I had a party, big pool party, big, massive pool party. And then the after party was at the strip club. And, and now I'm back home. So you took the red eye back or you just flew yeah, back yesterday? Yeah, I took the red eye. I got to be to practice in, in, in a couple hours. Oh, my gosh. How, how do you do? You, you're it's a, not a game. It's practice. I got to be to practice. You're a football coach. You're an entertainer. Um, you're you're a man of many things getting around, even during football season. So you, I'm a Jamaican. Jamaicans have five and six and seven and eight jobs. I'm a Jamaican, okay? We don't have one job. You know, there's no such thing as a lazy Jamaican. You can't do it. You can't sit on our behind and not do it. So, Luke, let, let's talk some football here. I mean, let's it's, talk it's, some football, baby. It's it's opening week for the fans. It is. And the Miami Hurricanes got a big game, baby. Let's go, Slater. Get so it going. Before I get to the Dolphins, let's rewind a little bit. First, let me start with the Canes. I, I'm oh, gonna get to prime time. I'm gonna get to oh, prime man, time. Man, you want to get to that? You want to do that? You want you want to control the show? Or, I mean, you, no, you, I don't want to control the show. I don't have the control. Well, you, you fired the controller guy <laughs> years ago. You fired uh, what is his name? Gmo or, uh, or Dio? Dio. Dio. You sent the man to New York. See, you think I remember that? But I do know yeah, you, you sent him out to pasture. Okay. You, meanwhile, you. back at the ranch, cage <laughs> football. Listen. I was not, you know, the defense off the chart. Lance, Lance, my man, got the defense off the chart. The defense playing like lights out. I was not that impressed with the offense. Now, the running game really? and the offensive line, the running game and the offensive line, insane, out of control. I, listen, receivers did not drop a ball. The trigger man, after looking at all these trigger mans, over the weekend, these one and two year trigger mans and our trigger man probably on his eighth year there, I was not overly impressed. But I'm gonna do, say that. Do, do you think Luke, you could take? I don't want to take anything away from UM because they they played a good game. But is there something you could take about their full season, Luke, by having them beat Miami of Ohio before you face Texas A&M? It, the the tune up game, it was the tune up game. I thought they should have played more freshmen. I thought they should have got the ball to more freshmen. I thought they that kind of game, you let your freshmen get, get their feet wet in college football. Then you go into this Texas a game, you see if they can be able to play in the big lights in these type of games here. And that's that's what I wanted to get out of there. We did, we, I mean, the game plan on both sides of the ball were, were great. Uh, all three phases of the game, we did good. I'm pretty sure Mario went inside the film room and said there are some things that we need to correct because down the line, we need to be better in these departments. And I think the trigger man, I, I'm pretty sure he looked at, looking at the trigger man and said, this has to be, a, we have to be a lot better than what we are. We just can't be throwing dink and dunks and then letting the guys run. So with when a three, with a trigger man that's three years starter after after you see them face Texas A and M, let's say UM wins and hopefully they do. Do you have a complete? No, we gonna win. We gonna win. Well, they're an, win. they're an underdog. I mean, not that that means that they Listen, can't man, win. Listen, man, Vegas. Hey, didn't Vegas lose last week? They when lost they last around, night. Twenty one points <laughs> uh, to, to, to TCU. Don't worry about Vegas. Vegas is 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 a trick bag. Now we're gonna win. We're going to win this game. 
how we win this game. And listen, this is probably the most important game in Mario Cristobal's career at the University of Miami because everybody, every two-year coach is doing an excellent job. Except Billy, Billy, uh, G5 Billy down there in, in Gainesville. Everybody's doing a great job. You know, the new standards, like I just tweeted, I think it's two years. Three at the most. It's not four years anymore like it used to be. It's two, it's two with, a, with an extra year on the third year. You got the win right now, and the ACC is wide open. You see what Duke just did to Clemson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, that, that's Mario your, wait, that, Mario. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Go ahead. You went to Duke with your son, like what, three weeks ago? Is that what turned them around? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. feel like you got to get some credit there, Luke. You Listen, went- man, I, I went there, spent the whole week there with my good friend, Trupatello, who coaches, you know, the Duke running backs. And I and I saw all the XUM coaches. It was like a reunion. It was a strength coach. It was a D line coach. It was a linebacker coach. My good friend Trupatello, who I've been trying to get to UM forever. I mean, probably arguably one of the best recruiters in in mankind. And I mean, you just seen. I'm like, what the heck? This is a whole reunion going on here. And I'm saying, okay, I understand why y'all beat us and we can't beat Duke because you got all our players. Our coaches, I'm sorry. Then you got Blaze Son. Blaze Son is the player of the week. I know, you know, Shador did his thing. I know uh Travis Hunter did his thing. Blaze, look what look what Benny Blaze Son. Blaze has a master at University of Miami. He no, he has a degree at University of Miami. He's gonna get a master's at Duke, and he beat Clemson. Something that he never was able to do at Miami. He's the player of the week. Well, wait a minute. I mean, because you talk about Dion in Colorado and that huge upset against TCU. That that's your guy, Dion, and I mean, that's his, my guy. His son, like that team, they they look pretty good after one game. Listen, and and the best receiver is Gimpy, number four. The best receiver he was Gimpy going in the game. This guy's six five, two fifteen, and run a four three. You ain't even seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. Poor Matt Rule, he jumped out there and talked slick about Prime about three, four weeks ago. They're going to give him the business coming up there in Boulder. But back to University of Miami. Don't try to slide off of that. We got to win. We got to be in the ACC championship. All this rebuild, reboot, and all that, oh, that's over. We got just as many uh, 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 transfers as Prime. We got a, a trigger man supposed to be in the first round. We got a whole new coaching staff. We butchered the ones from last year and brought in a whole new one. It's we got the, we got the win, baby. I mean, hey, look, this thing is wide open. The ACC is wide open, and I'm tired of us giving people passes. I'm tired of us giving people, oh, uh, this is him. He got to get five years. No, ain't no more five years when you're paying people. Luke, I, I, I feel I feel like there's new blood in you because it's football season. You got your high school I'm, season, hey, your college, this NFL. First, this first week is insane. And the Dolphins, look, hey, look, Tua, I like Tua. You know, hey, look, he listened to Dolly Parton and stuff before the game. I, you know, he, he, he you know, Tua, you got to win too. Tua got to win. Everybody, look here, man. 
Everybody's stuff on, on the door. We got everybody in Miami. We have to get back to what look look what the look what look what the um, international Miami did and what, what whatever the name they they brought in Messi and they ain't lost a game yet. One guy can turn your whole program around. Tua can turn the whole program around. TVD can turn that whole program around. I'm tired of all this mediocre. We don't need mediocre. We ain't never been that kind of city, that town. South Florida ain't never been second to nothing and nobody. That's why when the Jets fans come down here, we fight them because they think everybody from New York is second to them. We ain't second to nobody. When did we develop this second to life things, Andy? When you go walk up in Medellin, Colombia, you walk up there with your, your, your chest out saying, I'm Andy Slater from Miami, baby. Yeah, I don't even have to I do that. I get all the girls. <laughs> I get all the girls. Everybody else, y'all stand down because Andy is up in town, baby. That you like that? Stay do. down because Andy is in town, baby. I, I do. I might have to use that clip in the future. Uncle Luke exactly. Luther Campbell. And line up, line them up, line them up. <laughs> with us on the end. Line them up. Show. Boom, 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 boom. Line them up. <laughs> Come on, Andy. So, so hold on a minute. So hold on a minute. I, I got, I got one more question for you because we're ru- we're running out of time. Although you're on fire, I'm on fire. I'm on fire. So the Dolphins are are playing the Chargers, and I won't talk to you until after they play. So this is my only opportunity to ask you about it here on this Luke Tuesday. You mentioned Tua. Do we not know Luke already that Tua can play? Isn't the question for you uh, just about can he stay healthy? Will he be available? That's the question. Does he stay healthy? He can't. He got to get get rid of the ball. He got to slide. I did a whole song for the man. You got to get rid of the ball. Slide. He got to protect. He got to protect himself. That's the main thing. It's not about two ability to know the offense, to develop, to to deliver the ball. Everybody want to get all excited about the long ball. Nobody throws a long ball in the NFL. <clears throat> not even Patrick Mahomes, and he has a cannon. He could throw it out of the stadium. That's not the game. The game is putting the ball in windows. He only has to do is protect himself from other people. Get rid of the ball tour, slide tour. That's all you do. We gave you a NASCAR helmet. That's that's it. Stay healthy, and the Dolphins are in the uh, in the uh, AFC Championship game. Well, I was just going to ask you that uh, if Tua plays sixteen or seventeen games during the regular season. Where do you see this Dolphins team without even having them see AFC it? Championship game? No question about it. They got too much on defense. I mean, well, why do you good. stop there? Why do you stop you, at the AFC Championship game? Like you can't put them in the Super Bowl? No, no, I can't. No, you got to beat that man in Kansas City. You got to beat him. So Look at <laughs> I'm not gonna disrespect. I'm not disrespecting Patrick Mahomes. Look at hey, look at I, I, I like my people from the Dolphins. You know, I'm a Cowboy fan. You know, it ain't going to be looking too good for us this year. The Dolphins is my second team. But at the end of the day, Slater, at the end of the day, it's not going to be the Raiders. You can forget about that. But y'all do have a nice little quarterback. I think y'all found something. Jimmy Garoppolo? I think y'all found, yeah. Well, he's G5 been, he's been to a Super Bowl. Oh, porn star Jimmy? He's been porn to a Super star Bowl. Jimmy? They fit perfect in Vegas. They need to have him do a photo shoot at the Bunny Ranch. <laughs> Porn star Jimmy, that's where, man, that's Jimmy where the after right where he needs to be at. Jim, Jimmy wasn't good in San Francisco, okay? There's, uh, for more reasons than one, that wasn't his cup of tea. Jimmy is Jimmy is at the right place in Vegas on the strip. 
What what one more question for you because I, I want to ask you this. You keep asking start. me a lot of questions. I know Andy, because so, you know you're listen, you're on I'm the road like a, today. I'm like a I'm like the uh, Demeter, Andy. You know, time is money, and your your money is running out in Demeter right now. <laughs> what where? Because you mentioned the Jets, and there's a lot of New Yorkers in this audience, as you know. So where do you see the Jets uh, this season before a game has started? Oh my God, the Jets going to be a problem with Dalvin Cook. With Dalvin Cook and 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 and, and, and Aaron Rodgers, the Jets is going to be a problem. I'm sorry, the Jet the Jets is going to be a major problem. That's like putting Tom Brady at in your division. The Jets is going. It, they already got the top defense, Andy, in the NFL. I mean, the Jet what they've done on offense, the Jets going to be a problem. You're going to have to get through the Jets to get to the AFC Championship game. I think they'll be able to get through the Jets because... Not the Bills? No, man. The Bills is a, is an accident waiting to happen. That 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 receiver, he, he's on medication. And as soon as he faces a little adversity, he's going to be waving his arms, cussing the quarterback out in the in the championship game. Everything good in the regular season with him. As long as he getting the ball, they got a diva over there. And when you have a diva on your team, then nine times a team, your team will crash and burn. No different than the Pittsburgh Steelers uh, did back then and all other teams when they got the diva receivers. And so that's their, that's their problem. They got major problems over there. Diggs is a diva, okay? He's not a team player. I'm saying it live right here. They can send a clip to Diva, to Diva Diggs and his family. I don't give a damn. That's what his problem is. You don't win with Divas. You win with football players, Andy. And so we'll run straight through the Buffalo Bills. That ain't going to be no problem because they're going to have to come out that cold and play down here in Miami for the playoff if, that, if they even get there. Uncle Luke, Luther Campbell, thank you so much again for your time on this Luke Tuesday. Um, welcome back to South Florida, and I can't wait to talk to you again next week after we've seen the Canes and the Aggies plus the Dolphins and the Chargers. Hey, you're right about that, Andy. This is we, football season back, baby, and I got new girlfriends. Oh my God, awesome. I don't have to go. To, I don't have to go to Columbia for that. <laughs> yo, yo, United States fits me just fine. You'll get here one day. Yeah, you'll get here. Medellin, hey baby. Columbia. See you later, Andy. You have a good one. Uncle Luke Luther Campbell. Wow. See, we're all excited. It's football season. We got different blood. Just it's amazing. Everything feels so great. Hopefully it still feels that way after Sunday's Dolphins Chargers game for Miami fans. And I hope so. Makes everything better. All right, that's all the time I've got for this Tuesday afternoon. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. For now, I'm Andy Slater, and I'll see you later.